Um, also, I do. I'm a, I'm a dabbler in the fan fiction world, y'all. No, I will not tell you my fandoms or anything like that. That is personal business. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that is a, nobody needs to know. Okay, like that's between a woman and her AO3 account. <laughs> To hate spinnerbait the podcast where we hate spinnerbait but we love interviewing our childhood hero in the year 2023 yes baby 2023 you were a real one yeah truly a real one yes i'm michael ann and with me as always is bethany bethany how are you wonderful i apologize again everyone i still have the sniffles so sorry if i sound weird i was hoping it would give me a cool on the stone voice alas no i just sound like a frog <laughs> but we did it we made it 2023 i feel like the last couple of years i've gotten through and been like i survived this year i was like i thrive yes <laughs> so, yes feeling to like be entering or be leaving a year and finally like feel good about it as opposed to like the last few years I was like eh. I mean like again with the exception of like okay so 2021 was a good year for me because I got married like that was great like I'm not knocking that <laughs> but it was also a very stressful here so I was like eh. even in that year but this year I was like no things were crazy baby we loved that yeah um, was we're, we're wrapping up the holiday season we're getting into it. We're wrapping up the year. How are you how are you feeling about it overall? How would you rate it? <laughs> Personally personally yeah. i would rate this year a nine out of ten yes that's a good grade yeah to, to also preface i mean i feel like i shouldn't have to preface this but also just like we are only speaking of our personal experiences we understand that the world is burning down every day and <laughs> there's terrible things going on in it and we you know obviously we understand that and we are sorry about that um but just on a personal personal level, 2023, solid, yes. like, 9 out of 10 as far as, as all that is considered. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, we're here. I mean, y'all have listened to us talk all year, so I feel like you already know a lot of our highlights. But we just mm-hmm. wanted to – I don't know. Sometimes it's fun just to reminisce yes. about the good times, talk about some of the some of the favorite things we did this year. And we also just wanted to talk about some of the pop culture that we loved. Um, a lot of it you probably have also heard us talk about ad nauseum. And I'm not sorry. We're going to talk about it again. <laughs> we're wrapping it up. And you're just going to have to listen to it one more time, baby. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is a thing that a lot of people do. I love watching people's, like, top ten movies of the year, like, videos that they Ooh. always do at, like, either the end of the year or the beginning of the next year. Mm-hmm. Live for them. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that's the kind of content you're into. If you're here to listen to people talk about things that they loved, that's awesome. I'm going to be honest. I was thinking about, I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to do like this wrap up episode today. Like, what are things that I love this year? Like, what are, you know, like movies I watched and books that I read? And I was like, why can't I think of like a single book that I read this year? Like, besides one that obviously like we, you know, we're reading Sarah Dustin and stuff. I can think of those, but I was like, 
I read a couple of memoirs. One of them I didn't even finish. What did I read this year? As opposed to like every time I talked to Michael Ann, she was like, I've read this, 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 and this. And I was like, I'm just going to leave the book segment to Michael Ann. If anyone's looking for recommendations, like she was on fire. I think also like I now understand why people use things like Goodreads and like Letterboxd and stuff to like log what they've seen and like what they've read because like clearly I can't remember. I'm like, I read books this year. I'm sorry, I had to read a book. <laughs> like at least I one. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing that clearly like stuck with me. I don't know. Like I just also I do I re- I definitely read some books. But again, apparently nothing that really stuck with me. I definitely didn't read as much this year as I usually do. I will say I feel like my reading kind of lacked this year. Um, some of that had to do with the fact that like we are constantly like having to read th- this like Sarah Dustin for I know you're all are like you read a chapter at a time you really read. but like every week I'm reading a chapter you know what I mean so like that does take up some of my time and um, also I do I'm a, I'm a dabbler in the fan fiction world y'all no I will not tell you my fandoms or anything like that that is personal business <laughs> um, but <laughs> that is a, nobody needs to know okay like that's between a woman and her AO3 account. But anyways, I do also read a lot of fan fiction. So sometimes I'm like, oh, I read a lot this week. And then I'm like, I didn't. Like, I mean, I did. That's real. That's real reading. But um, but yeah, so I, I read uh, some stuff like that. But I was like, I read real books. I know I read real books. And yet, you know, could they come to me? Who knows? That's how I felt about TV shows. I was like, did I watch a single right. TV show this year? TV show? I'm certain I did, but, like, what did I, I – I don't know. I'm like, I had to have, right? Yeah. I used to, like, really know what I watched TV-wise, and now I'm like, was that this year? Was that last year? Did I just re-watch a TV show that I liked from before? Does that count as a show that I watched in 2023? I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, true story, y'all, not to get, you know, too deep on Maine. Just kidding. Um, but <laughs> like thinking about wrapping up 2022, you know, we did like, we took like a little hiatus obviously for the holidays last year too. And, you know, being like, oh, like we can't wait to see what 2023 brings us. And like, we didn't know y'all, like we didn't, we didn't know. know, like we didn't know that we would literally meet our queen Sarah Dessen. Like mm-hmm. we didn't know like how the things that were in store for us. And like, that's crazy. I was like, oh, today we're going to like send off the, the year on the pod and like, I don't like what's 2024 going to bring, you know? So yeah. Oh, us at the lake house with Sarah. Yes. Yes. That's what it's going to bring. Vacations together. Existence now. (laughs) And um, money from this podcast, please. That would be nice. Yeah. Can we please will that into existence? (laughs) Tell your friends. Money from this podcast. That would be great. Tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell your enemies. I don't care. All anyone can listen. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. So, yeah, we'll start with books because I already kind of went on a whole tangent (laughs) about how I clearly don't remember any that I read or also did not read that many this year. Um, But I know that Michael Ann probably has like a really good, interesting, curated list. I do. That I want to hear. So hit me with it. Also, I'm going to have some time and – you know, over the holidays where I'm determined to read a book and I'm going to write down that I read it so I remember <laughs> at least one book that I read in 2023. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm a book girly and then I'm like, books? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I read a total of 94 books this year. Wild. Two of them were do not finishes. Two of them were so horrendously bad. I could not even finish them. And that's saying a lot because I did finish a lot of bad books. Um, so that was The Good Girl Complex by L. Kennedy. I couldn't even get through 20% of that fucking shit show. And then the third book in the A Good, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder, which was very upsetting because I loved the other two. So, but this year was a big year for me. 94 books. I have some wrecks, obviously. Um, <laughs> I got introduced this year to the Sarah J. Moss universe. And truly, it has changed my life. It's changed my brain chemistry. It's changed how I see the world. Everything's brighter. Everything's prettier. So any Sarah J. Moss books, I recommend if you're going to do it, you got to read the Akatar series, A Court of Thorns and okay. Roses, and then the Throne of Glass series. Make sure you look up okay. the proper order because it's not numerical. Oh, that's confusing, but how very Star Wars-y. Yes. <laughs> and then the Crescent City series. And Crescent City is coming out with a third book uh, next month. So get on the train here, guys. It's a good time. Oh, I did read some Star Wars books. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. I just go. thought of some books that I read. <laughs> Thanks for saying Star <laughs> My own brain for saying Star Wars. I'm like, I thought of I read it. I read an E.K. Johnson book this year. Okay. Anyways, carrying on. <laughs> I also read a delightful series um, by Maureen Johnson, the Truly Devious series. It's six books, I think. They are YA Mystery. Amazing. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Speaking of YA series that I really liked this year, Jennifer Lynn Barnes's The Inheritance Game Trilogy. No, I'm sorry. It's not a trilogy. There's like four books. <laughs> Read those. The four. What, are, what is a four? I guess you just call it a series. I think we should have a fun word for when it's four. A quadrant. <laughs> a quadrant? I just I made this really good quadrant the other day. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. <laughs> so, you know, I think we're going to start it. We're going to start that trending right here, right now. Yes, we're doing it. I also read some books by author India Holton, The Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels. Um, there's another, there's a second one that's like the League of Gentlewomen Witches or something like, nope, Gentlewomen Pirates, I think. Scoundrels? Something like that. And then the third one, which I'm reading right now, is called, oh, The Secret Service of Tea and Treason. Um, these are so funny and witty and quick and smart. I feel smarter reading them because they are so well written. Highly recommend. And then finally on my list was The Daydreams by Laura Hankin. The Daydreams is about a like Disney Channel type TV show <clears throat> of singers who mm. had like this huge scandal go down in the early 2000s and they broke up and it was like big news. And now it's like 10 years later. <laughs> now it's 10 years later and they're reuniting. Oh my God. Mm. It is quality so good. I mean, if you love that early 2000s nostalgia, yes, you will love this. 
sign me up, inject it in my veins. Yeah. Wait, daydreams or daydreaming? The daydreams. The daydreams. Yes, okay. The daydreams. Maybe maybe that'll be my over the holidays book that I read. It's you've sold me. It's very good. It's, I highly recommend it. So those are those are the books that I recommend from this year. I read a lot of really good ones, but I'm not going to go through all 92 of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a really long podcast if you did. Yeah. But I mean, hey, those are some highlights. Those are those are some good highlights. That's that's impressive. 94. I know a lot of people will try to do the like hundred books in a year, and I don't know. I don't think I've ever crossed that thread. Maybe when I was younger, when I was like a teenager because I read a lot of like series and stuff I probably read close to 100 but I don't think in my adult years I have which is a shame because obviously as this podcast would tell you I like reading books (laughs) this is the first year I did this last year I read a bunch but my reading challenge I think I only like I read a lot for what's normal for me but right I only read 32 books not only. Right. I read 32 books, which is a fucking lot of yeah. books. Yeah, it's a lot of books. That's a lot of books. But this... I don't think my husband has read 32 books in his life. Just kidding. He probably has. My Mine hasn't. Mine has not. <laughs> so. He also went to a Southern Baptist school, y'all. Yeah. So they only let them read one book. It's called the Bible. Yes, he's read so that one. Like, you don't, you don't need any more than that. <laughs> nope. They, all you need is the Lord's word. The Lord's word and everything else. Blasphemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there are some good there's some good books out there. Thank you for sharing your recommendations. I myself might be uh having to like I said check some of that over the the winter halls. Um we're we going to get be trendy halls. What are you doing for the halls? Just kidding. We're not going to ever say that again. <laughs> it's terrible and I hated it. Hated it. every second of it. I'm never doing that again. Yeah, what TV shows did we watch? I don't know. What did I watch? I watched The Bear like everyone else. What else did I watch? Mm. I feel like I watched a lot of TV. I mean, I watched The Bachelor. I watched Love is Blind. Um, All of The Bachelor shows, there's like four of them. The Golden Bachelor was wonderful, and I highly recommend that everybody goes back on Hulu and gives it a watch because it's delightful, and they just... I need. You need to. (laughs) Guys, I'm so bad. I know. I want to watch it. I started it, and then I, I failed. I'm going to watch it. I'm determined. Well, it's on Hulu. Yeah. It's delightful. And they just announced um, that they're doing a Golden Bachelorette. So yes, jump on this train while it's empty. I'll just check it along. I don't know what. Before it gets, before it gets full. <laughs> before it gets full and you can't get a ticket. What are we, Ted Lasso, with the last season, well, like air quotes last season, but kind of the last season, I guess. We watched that. Gooden, cried, beautiful, love it, 10 out of 10 show. Got myself a little Keely Jones Funko Pop the other day. That made me very happy. That's from that show. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I watch some things, but now... A lot of it's left me. We couldn't watch the the second season of The Bear. It mm. was like too much of like a bummer. So too too stressful. And it was it's too a, it's stressful. A of a show. I was like, oh my god, it's a bummer of a show. Yes. But it's very quality, but also a bummer of a show. It is very quality, but my brain can only handle so much. That okay? So we clearly neither of us have much to say on best TV. No, even though 
again, I'm certain I watched them, but not a lot of it stuck with me. The things that stuck with me was the Baron's head laugh, so both of them were great. Moving on. We have movies, I guess. Is that movies? We want to talk about that next? I guess we talk about that next. Yes. I think this is another one you're going to have to mainly handle because I only saw the Errors Tour, uh, Barbie, and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, this year. All of them were great. I mean, truly, 10 out of 10. all you really needed to see. Those were all great films. They were wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure, Barbie was my favorite of the year. Um, oh, we also saw Spider-Man. I mean, the, oh, and that's good. That's that a was good a good one, one yeah. Um, really, yeah, I think you nailed it. You got you got four <laughs> of the good ones. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole world saw Barbie. The whole world pretty much saw the Eras tour. If you haven't, you should rent it. It was great. Um, and if you haven't watched Barbie, it's on HBO Max, or again, you can, you know, buy it, rent it, whatever you want to do. Um, so I feel like that doesn't need to, to probably be recommended to anyone because I feel like our audience and the people that saw Barbie is probably a circle, you know, if it was Venn diagram, but I am just going to praise it again one more time because it honestly was just an absolute masterpiece and it just was such a feel good experience. And I just loved everyone dressing up in pink and getting yes. with the girls and going out yes. and it was just absolutely great same thing with the heiress tour film like again i think we said this when my clan and i went to go see it but when we got to the lobby we're like men could never like this is such an amazing experience like women are so awesome and the way that we like celebrate the things that we love is so awesome and the passion and just yeah the overall vibes it just was absolutely phenomenal um, so yeah, just mad props to the Air Sword movie and um and a Barbie. But are we there? God, it's me, Margaret. Um, I feel like a little underrated. I mean, obviously people went and saw it, but it honestly was so good. Very, you know, if you love the book, you'll love the movie. It was honestly such quality. Um, I saw a decent round of movies this year. Obviously, have A-list. My husband and I go a ton. And with all the big award movies coming out, all the big award pushes coming, we're probably about to go, like, a lot in the next, like, month or so to get all the big ones now that, you know, they're all trying to get their award pushes. Um, we already have, like, two movies planned in the next, like, four days because it is the season for the movies. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of good – I mean, The Little Mermaid was super cute. Mm. Um, I feel like there was so much, like, pushback on that. But honestly, like, it's a Disney live action. It's not fantastic. Like, none of them are as good as the animated. But I think of Disney live actions, it was really quality. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Human T, was one that came out this summer. And I feel like barely made a blip. It's the perfect runtime. Like, it's so exactly what we used to have in movies when it was, like, 90 minutes, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm, I miss and those days. I miss that. I miss that so much. Why does everything always have to be like two and a half, three hours now? It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, animation style was really dope. Um, I mean, same with obviously uh, Into the Spider-Verse. That animation in the story was absolutely beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was cute. It was funny. It had a, a great cast. The The turtles just really felt like they were like teens. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like as dumb as that sounds. But, like, yeah. I feel like on the live action one, like they wanted to make it like so cool and slick that they didn't get the the fun and the stupidity that is ninja turtles you know what i mean uh but this one like got it and that was great um i mentioned it recently on the podcast here but i really enjoyed american fiction that was really fantastic um the holdovers is probably up there for me in like my top five of the year super super good um if you haven't seen it I think it's probably going to start getting some award buzz. So hopefully it should get some wider releases. Cause I know it kind of was a flash in the pan wide release um, sort of film, but it was really, really good right up my alley coming of age feels 
Um, Paul Giamatti was fantastic in it. And yeah, it was just, it was really great. Oh, Elemental was really cute. We enjoyed that one. That was a good one. Air was really good. I liked that one. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I mentioned it when um, it dropped. I'll mention it again. It just really hit me for some reason. I cried a lot, way more than I thought I would in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I don't know why it was so emotional for me, but it was. Um, So I really enjoyed that, and I really thought it was a a really good wrap-up overall for that you know like trilogy i guess i mean obviously like certain characters are going because marvel like will never die and they just keep running things into the ground forever um whatever true like original guardians of the galaxy movies like i thought it was a great way to to wrap up their kind of storyline and yeah i think those are pretty much the highlights i've definitely saw a ton more movies most of them were not great um oh cocaine bear special shout out to cocaine bear for being exactly what i thought it would be and it was exactly what i needed so yeah good stuff i love that we we still have uh, a lot of movies to see like i said here these next few weeks as all the big award push movies are coming out that i'm sure will be fantastic but of the things i've seen so far this year as the years wrapping up those were the phase but obviously it's barbie it's all about it's all about barbie (laughs) Love Barbie and Taylor Swift, truthfully. And Taylor Swift, obviously. Yeah, I mean, quick rundown of just like how great that was this year. I mean, I got to see Ed Sheeran twice and Taylor Swift, and on just it was a great year for concerts. It was like the first year back at like big concerts. I feel like since the pandemic, and what a way to like be welcomed back to big stadium shows because it was Chef's Kiss, phenomenal. All three of the like shows that I went to this year were fantastic. Yes. I, I had some big, big concerts. I mean, only two, but I've been waiting to see Tegan and Sarah, as I said on the pod since I was like 12. So seeing them and being like super close to them too, because they did a really small venue was, I cried. Um, and then of course Taylor Swift, like, gosh, I mean, it really was her year. It was. Like, it just truly was her year, and I'm very thankful for it. And I know that there's a lot of naysayers out there that are like, oh, my God, I'm so tired of seeing her. Oh, my God, she's so overrated. Or blah, 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 blah. And to you, I say, shut up. <laughs> just, like, let people enjoy things. <laughs> and she's amazing, and a lot of people like her for – things are popular for a reason. Yes. Um, Let people enjoy them. It's, you know, that's all I got to say about that. She's fantastic, and it was her year. And I couldn't be happier about that. Yep. I agree. This was a great girl, girly year. Yes. I guess podcasts. The re- only the pod- <laughs> the only podcast I listen to regularly is Game of Roses, which is a Bachelor podcast that I highly recommend. Highly. 10 out of 10. Amazing. Please start listening to it. Please DM me. Let's talk. I also was listening to another Bachelor offshoot podcast, Your Mom and Dad. They do Bachelor recaps. They do reality show recaps. They are a married couple and they are fucking delightful. And then another podcast I found this year that I loved is called Two Dykes and a Mic. And it is so funny. I laugh out loud every single episode. I die. I have not checked that one out, but I feel like it is up my alley. We tend to like very similar podcasts, so (laughs) I feel like I would be 
into that. It's, oh, can we briefly discuss that both of us? I, I don't even think I told you this. Um, you said that you had started listening to Back to the Beach because some of our listeners, since we started watching yes. Laguna Beach, were like, oh, my God. Um, Stephen and Kristen did a whole, like, retrospect podcast about it. Like, you should listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you texted me and we're like, oh, I started listening to it. I've, like, found out so much. It was, like, the first four minutes. Well, I had a drive to Orlando this weekend and I started listening to it. I'm only, like, three or four episodes in. But, yeah, it's really good and really interesting. And it is really interesting to see, like, how much Steven doesn't like, like, the way that he was portrayed. Like, he clearly, like, is like, oh, God. Like, I'm, like, such a terrible person in these episodes. Um and yeah, just like the things about like again, I've never thought about like I knew obviously it's like they had to be ca- be casted somehow, but in the first episode they're just like welcoming you to the podcast and they talk about like their casting process, like yeah, what that was like. And like it is funny to me. I thought that they never showed them in school just because they were like, "Oh, that'll be boring. No one cares about that." But apparently they wanted to show them in school. It was the school that would put a kibosh to it because of the Janet Jackson nip slip, which I think is wild that that is the only reason that they decided not to let them film in school was because of Janet Jackson's nip slip and not because it's insane and would have been like super distracting to be filming teenagers in school. Um, but yes, yeah, so they only filmed it on the weekends and they talk about like wild lines, which they have them record and just like the overall concept. Yes. And what Kristen said, I think it's in like the first or second episode of the show, which was very fascinating to me. Um, it makes sense is it was like one of the first reality shows that didn't have like the straight to camera confessionals. Mm. And so that really like wigged people out and they were like, is this real? Is it not real? Like that's why like so many people like it didn't seem like reality TV to them. And they were talking about, which we've discussed in discussing Laguna, like some things were like, and a producer came in the room and was like, Hey, can you talk about this? Because there are certain things that are so stilted, but they have to get it to, to be discussed. And considering the fact that they didn't have confessionals, it makes even more sense why certain conversations are weird and you're like, they were told to talk about this. And it was because like, yeah, because you didn't have that like straight to camera time to to talk or whatever. So haven't listened to a lot of it, but thank you to our listeners for telling us about it because it's, it's very fast. And it's very fun since we are currently like watching Laguna and they are going through and watching it in this day and age to kind of like like it's very fresh in my memory obviously the episodes they're discussing Mm -hmm. but that has been very interesting so yeah the wild lines if anybody hasn't listened are lines that they film that they recorded like months later that they superimpose which i was like oh my god what yeah like so sketchy they also edit it completely out of order and stuff so like yes, we're really which seeing we kind nothing of discussed about yeah. like the continuity errors but i didn't realize like how much yeah like that like they take a shot and then like the scene later would be something they filmed four months ago and it does show that we're like man like these people are so like Kristen and steven how bipolar their relationship was and then they explain it, it's like filmed over a series of months and they just edited it all together like that and he was like, yeah, like sometimes we were broken up and sometimes we were like trying to work on a relationship. And it's like, yes. Yeah, so that's why in one scene, she's like, oh, my God, I love him so much. And our babies would be really tan and like blah, blah, blah. And then the next scene, they like hate each other. And it's like, oh, yeah, because it was filmed four months apart and spliced together to look like it was all in the same week, which it wasn't. So, yeah, those producers like. The trickery, but also, like, the brilliance. Like, on one yeah. hand, I want to applaud them. On the other hand, I'm like, that's shady. That's, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it's so interesting. I really didn't yeah. realize, like, and, like, 
They were saying too. They think that dinner scene when they were when Kristen cooked them chicken, they weren't even dating. Yeah, they like yeah, made I them believe, do that. Yeah, they said they yeah, yeah. Like that was not like something they were good wanting to do naturally. They were like, "Why don't you like go have a dinner together?" And they're like, "We don't want to." Yeah, <laughs> and it like shows in that scene <laughs> that no one wanted to be there. Yes, big time. <laughs> oh, it's so good, so good. Um, so back to the beach. Just started it, but enjoying it. Um, yeah, I mean, most of my podcasts are my usual suspects. Like there aren't a lot of like new things added to rotation this year. It's my my go-tos, my, um, you know, maintenance days and you're wrong about and podcast the ride. These are things I've kind of been listening to for years now. Um, I did add a couple of new things into the rotation. Oh, I did listen to. So I really enjoyed this only happens when the World Cup is going on. So it's only the podcast has only existed for like two times. But I did enjoy after the whistle. Um this year, which this year was obviously the Women's World Cup. And so um, they were back to discuss that. Yes, I do listen to World Cup podcasts, um, mostly because the two people presenting it are fantastic. But um, it was fun, especially because a, a lot of the, these games, the hours they were at, I didn't watch. And so it was a way to kind of like know what happened in the game without having to. Because like, it's not fun to me to watch a live sporting event after it's happened. So I never was like, I was sleeping through it. And then I wake up and I was like, well, I don't want to rewatch that. Like, I know the end score. But like listening to a podcast about it was for some odd reason better. I talked about this when I came back from Minnesota. I had to listen to the redemption of Jar Jar Binks, which is a, a quick and easy one. It's a six episode mini series that was fantastic. So if you have any spare time, like it's really quick, two hours of your life and it'll be done with. Um, that was absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't know if I've ever discussed on here before my obsession with films to be buried with, which is by uh, hosted by Brett Goldstein, uh, also known as Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. It's also a very fantastic podcast. Um, if you want and you only know him from Ted Lasso, he's been on the show with a lot of other Ted Lasso people. So work your way in with one of those, like where he's like talking to Jason Sudeikis. And then you're like, I really like the format of the show. And before you know it, you're listening to all the episodes. So that is really phenomenal. I did start listening to the, what's it called? The five, four podcast, um, which has one of the hosts that's on if books could kill, which I, so liked him from that Peter who's on I feel could kill part of the like Michael Hobbs diverse um, and so I started listening to that one and that one is very interesting depressing at times because it's about how the Supreme Court uh, fucks up a lot but very interesting and I've also started listening to a show that is um, very in our realm of like nostalgia teen girl stuff which is called um, this ends at prom and it's this lovely married couple and they basically are discussing um, movies that, you know, like you as a teen girl were made fun of for liking. So your Save the Last Dances, your 10 Things I Hate About You, Ever After, stuff like that, that obviously we love. They kind of discuss them in a like in a way that like these movies deserve to be taken seriously because they should. They are good movies. So, yeah. So those are the things I've like added to rotation. But usually it's pretty much it's my my usual suspects ones I'm listening to for years. But yeah, I've added I've diversified. I've added a few new things. I like it. The, I like it. Into the, the realm of podcasts. What else we got? Just, I don't know, overall highlights of oh, 2023. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, again, Michael Ann got married. That's a yes. that's a big end. It's a yes. big one for her. Was- for me, too. It was a great time, personally. Yes. <laughs> I did um, 
knock off state 24 and 25 on my 50 by 50 quest so that was big for me it's exciting congrats halfway there thank you thank you I gotta pick up the pace you know because <laughs> so far in the amount of years I've done it but you know what it's fine I'm gonna do it I'm succeeding I'm thriving um so that was big um I yeah we both had a couple of big life things like I said obviously getting married is really huge I moved to Georgia, so that was really big for me. First time I've ever lived outside of my home state. I know what you're thinking. It's the very close. You're right. It is, but it was still a big deal <laughs> for me, and I'm very happy with it. I really like it. I know a lot of people say the first um, like six months to a year is the hardest, and I think that there has been some like difficulty in certain things, but like overall, I like don't regret my choice. I'm very happy with it. Um, I would like to make this my like forever home. Um, so yeah, so good with that. I've, in like five years, someone's gonna listen to this and be like, "Bethany, you moved," and you said, <laughs> <laughs> "So like, you know, don't hold me to it." But I would say, as of right now, I have no no plans uh, to to move. So we, I think you know this is this is home. You know, any other any other big highlights for you besides you know getting married, moving out of your mother in law's place? Those are big ones. Those are big ones. <laughs> I the Eras tour of course and yeah. then I had everything I was lucky enough to have two bachelorette parties this year so that was really yes. fun as well oh, that is great yeah obviously meeting Sarah Dustin oh yeah that's way up there I like literally can't believe this year I know I saw Taylor Swift and I met Sarah Dustin <laughs> I know like I know like but like that's really I'm like wow what it like we keep saying, like, it was just, like, what a year to be a woman, but I don't think you understand. Like, again, Barbie, it was pink everything, Barbie everything, everyone's seeing it, everyone's quoting it, everyone's dressing up. Eras tour, it's all, what's your eras outfit? Everyone's doing the nails, you know, the 10 different eras, friendship bracelets. Yes. Um, can't stop, won't stop. We started making friendship bracelets, and now we can't stop. Can't stop. Just, like, it was just the most, like, loving like beautiful like thing to like be a woman this year and then to like top that off for like the two of us personally like meeting one of our childhood heroes one of the people that has like helped me learn what it means to be a woman and yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. growing up reading these books and whatever and then like I got to meet her and tell her like thank you so much for the, all that you've done for me um and continue to do for me because again reading these books now as an older person and, and kind of seeing from a perspective is such a big thing so yeah it was just like girl power mm -hmm. and I would like more of that like 2024 don't let me down 2023 was like so like good for that and yes yeah I want more I'm greedy now and I want more I know what it feels like now to be a man and I want this feeling to never end <laughs> <laughs> I know what the power feels like now. This is what they feel like all the time. Oh my god! No wonder they rule everything. Seriously, like, seriously. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's 2023, baby. Yeah. Um, to get a little because Michael Ann loves just like emotional things and mm. getting complimented. Oh no. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do that real quick. Oh god. Um, no, but and also in a serious note, this year we um. We started this podcast, you know, obviously in 2022. And at that point, we lived uh, in New York and Florida. And so I hadn't seen my clan since she left Orlando. Like, I saw you, I think, what, like two days before you left 
uh, Orlando because you came to HHN and I was like, I need to see you and Andrew before you leave. Um, so we like met up for a little dinner real quick and then they went to HHN and then like two days later they moved. Um, yep. So we hadn't seen each other in person and then obviously like life got a little hectic and it wasn't something like we were like talking daily or anything. It was like we texted each other every once in a blue moon, like mostly in a group chat about like really dumb stuff. Um, and then again, she made this Instagram post and I was like, I'm game. And then in 2022, I was like, oh my God, this is cool. I get to like talk to Michael and like once a week, like this is really nice. Um, and then in 2023, we got to see each other again for real in person. Again, our, our reunion um, was at her wedding, which I joked around. I was like, definitely not the most important thing of her wedding day, but still really cool and very exciting for uh, me personally. And then we got to see each other two other times this year. So that was really cool. So not only do I get to, you know, talk to you now, like twice a week um, on the podcast, I and mean, obviously we like text each other throughout the week as well, but we get to have like little video chats with each other. Uh, but I actually got to see each other and live in live person. And that was really nice. So yeah. oh, actually for like four, three other times. Because we did, we met up in North Carolina to go see Sarah. We were inside, like literally every time we hung out, we were in a different state. Isn't that kind of wild? So we were in Vermont, <laughs> we were in North Carolina, we were in Georgia, and then we were in South Carolina was our most recent one. So yeah, so the fact that I got to see you, that's a highlight of my year. The fact that we actually got to be with each other in living, uh, in living color. Um, even yeah. though the last trip, as we said, was like, the weather could not have been whatever. <laughs> and it was still, it was so much like we were sitting on her couch watching football and also watching like live streams of the Eras tour. And I was like, this is a great night. Like I love this <laughs> night, honestly. And then like her husband comes in and complains about like server life. And I was like, sign, this is all I need and more, <laughs> um, honestly, out of a day. So it was great for me. But, um, and then I was gifted a plant on my way home. It was lovely. Yes. So yeah. So that was a big one for me too. Just want to shout that out. Loved our adventures this year and i love this podcast for making that happen because yes. again even if i didn't get to meet sarah dustin which i did and was wonderful like that would still be worth it the fact that we get to have these little chats every week and we get to talk to all of our lovely listeners so just thank you everyone for a wonderful 2023 all of you are the reason that like these things got to happen like that we got to go meet sarah yeah. you know um because you listen to us and so we continue doing this podcast and then she knows about it and was like I'm proud of you. And I cried. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. That was <laughs> surreal. <laughs> that was a very surreal thing. I was like, oh, my God. That was the nicest thing. I didn't even like, I mean, I know she like had liked the merch, but I didn't even know, like, I don't know, that she was paying attention, that she noticed the things were selling. That was so nice of her. I know. Um, what a surreal moment. So, yeah. 2023, you were a real one. Thank you for being awesome. We really hope 2024, we willed some things into existence last year. So, yeah. Yes. I really hope that we can do that again <laughs> This upcoming year, most of the somebody sponsor us, Lake House, Sarah's time. Um, those are the things that like to roll into existence. <laughs> and yeah, if you enjoy this madness, please tell friends, family, anyone. Again, I know you're going to see a lot of people over the holidays. Um, let them know about our insanity if they want to come hang out with us and get nostalgic about the early aughts and Sarah Dessen novels and all that jazz. And I hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. If the holidays are not for you, please take care of yourselves even more than normal. Please, please, please take care of yourselves. Um, we're thinking of you. We love you. And I think that's the end of me being emotional, Michael. And you can tune back in. <laughs> I was paying attention. I was thinking, like, is there anything? <laughs> she, was, she was, but I could tell a little bit, a little bit she was uncomfortable. <laughs> Always. But she handled it really well overall. Always. I am always uncomfortable. Doesn't matter what's going on. Um, 
But yeah, I was also thinking, is there anything I could add to that? And no, I think you took the words right out of my mouth here, right out of my brain. Perfect. I do really, I am very grateful that this podcast brought us together and we're so close now. That's huge. It's a big big, That's a big W for me. Yeah, that was a big (laughs) win this year. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and joining our Discord and buying our merch and telling your friends and giving us ratings and we love you. We love it. And one last time, one last time, everyone, I get to wish you all a happy vagina Christmas. Happy vagina Christmas. And a happy vagina New Year. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.